In for the Night is a podcast that discusses movies, random topics, and gives you an excuse to just stay in for the night. Did you like that intro? It's the same. It's different every time. Not really. I make it different. Do you? I do. I know what's happening. You make it different in your head. So you think you're doing it Do I just say it like... In for the night is a podcast that discusses movies, random no. topics. No, I don't say it. I have different inclinations. No. What is it? Uh, Voice. <laughs> pitch. <laughs> facial expressions. Pitches and... Oh, I can't think of the word. Uh, it's okay. Words are hard. Shut up. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm sleeping. Hi, I'm Arrow. I'm tipsy. You're Arrow and you're tipsy. Yep. So you're our dog and you've been drinking wine. Yep. 100%. This is going to be a fun one, folks. Fuck yeah, it is. Buckle up, bitches. Put on your seedy belts. That's terrifying. (laughs) 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 So my dad is an artist and we went to visit them for Thanksgiving, which was really fun. We had a good time. Um. I convinced my dad to start selling his art. He's always wanted to sell it. Just nobody's there to help set it up. So I volunteered with a cut of pay, of course. So he gave me boxes and boxes and boxes of art that I, I have to upload to Etsy. And some of his artworks are a little terrifying. Just that face is terrifying. It's got Jesus being... It was like a monkey man. Well, that's racist. It does. But, um, so, there's boxes of art in here along with our dogs. And I'm just trying to make sure they don't chew on anything because... They are not allowed in this room. This is a very important room now. It is. And I Before need... it was just a guest bedroom. Then we made it our podcast room. Now it's our podcast slash uh, artwork room. Yeah. What else is it going to be? Is it going to be like a porno room? Yeah, sex wing right there. Yeah, or like a stripper room. Put a pole in the middle. I mean, I used to do like pole dancing. Uh, I've seen too many videos where the pole breaks. I mean, it was actually like in a pole studio. And and roofs cave in and shit like that. Because people like run at it like it's supposed to. You're not supposed to do that. Hey, you know, people are just trying to have a good time. And then one of my friends from Korea, he does pole dancing as well. And he's real flexible and really good at it. That's he, weird. He has like 13 inch heels on while he's doing it. I'm like, damn, son. That's but, uh, some props right there. <laughs> he, he walks in heels better than I do. I think I loaned him one of my uh, heels once when I was there. Because he was like, I need to wear some heels. And I'm like, okay. Here you go. You can use them better than I can. And then I had another friend who borrowed like my like six inch heels that were like still like not stilettos well they're stilettos but they're platform which made them like 10 inch heels and he wore it for like it was like a drag night at this bar it was just so funny and he was just like walking strutting around and i'm like damn sir like why do you even have these shoes you can't even walk in them i can't i just thought they were cute and i was like okay i can learn you don't buy things that are cute. You buy things that you can actually use or when wear. When I was in my 20s, I could function with them. Now I'm old and sad, so I don't need cute shit anymore. Facts. Wow. Thank you I for mean, agreeing. I mean old. <laughs> <laughs> old in 
and sad. Thank you for agreeing. So, like I said, folks, buckle up. This is going to be a bumpy ride. Okay. Let's just wait. How was your week? I might as well ask you. And I finally take a sip of wine. Finally. I've been drinking for like two hours now. Slacker. Since 12. I didn't start drinking since 12. I just started drinking probably when you, when you went to the gym. No, not when you went to the gym because that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it was 1130. <laughs> no, it's not since because I've only had two of those little thingies. That's it. That's technically six glasses of wine. That's a bottle, technically. Uh, yeah, ish. It's ish, yeah. So it depends on the pour. Like if you do it like a human should. So like the- I poured it. To about here. So that's about nine ounces. And that was, and I did two of those. So 18 ounces. But I think the first pour is a bigger pour because it's I'm actually doing a little bit more than half the bottle. So, I mean, I haven't been drinking for that long. Sure. I haven't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I babysit a lot. Yeah. You babysit? You mean you baby it? Babysit. I babysit. No, you baby it. it means you take little sips. No, I babysit it. You nurse it. Babysit. We, my friends and I have always say babysit or you, babysit. We don't say nurse it or whatever the other. Baby it. Baby it. We don't say that. We say babysit it. Because we're baby. Like, it's just, it's our little baby. Our little baby. Like, are you going to be Schmeagol and be like, my precious. Schmeagol? <laughs> Maybe. I might. No, that's not my precious. The. One I really like, Oak Leaf brand, is the Red Blend, but it's only 9% alcohol by volume. So it's just grape juice. And it's just fucking grape juice. Like, like I can have just, two bottles and it's just like nothing. I didn't give drink Give some anything. to a toddler and they're not going to feel it at all. Yeah, it's like, it's just, it's delicious grape Wait, don't juice. don't do that. I was just. But it's just grape juice. So this one at least is 14 or 13 or something. It's crazy how like 4 or 5% difference makes like. A whole difference. Yeah. Like, like whiskey. I was le- listening about uh, on a different podcast about they were talking about whiskey and their ABV is like you only can call it scotch if it's a minimum of 40 percent ABV. Huh? That's like you can't you can't call it like whiskey. Wait, all. Wait, how do I say that? All scotches are whiskey, but not all whiskeys are scotch. No, right. That's brandy. Because they were talking about how if you want to call a whiskey a scotch, it has to be 40% minimum. All whiskey is 40%. I've never no, seen a 40%. I don't know. I, don't, Bro, I, think I just listen to the fact. I just believe. Well, look it up because I don't I'm think that's right. About, I don't even have my phone. Do you have your phone? No, I left it over there. Well, guys, we're not going to read the synopsis because we fucked up this week. Well, I didn't fuck up. No, I fucked up. I'll admit it. I'm always... I'm. I'm not one who's going to be like, oh, I didn't do anything. That was all you. No, I, I fucked up. I hate that. I hate that. So I picked Beef as my movie. <laughs> For y'all who found out afterwards, if you happen to look it up, it is not a movie. It's a damn series. So, But it was a well. But it is a very good series because we watched four episodes. Three or four. Five, something like that. And we're like super into it. So it's like it's actually a really good series. Uh, it has Glenn from Walking Dead in it. And, and the comedian then, Ali Wong. Yeah, and then Ali Wong uh, in it. And then it is very big uh, 
Asian-y? Oh, yes. They're, I think um, they're, it's a more demographic of uh, the Asian community because, like, just putting it out there as an example, like Jordan Peele, when he makes his movies, it's mostly black characters yeah. and a black focus. So with this TV show, it is mostly Asian-focused. And so trying far, to not the, sound racist. <laughs> so far, the white folks that are in there are pretty racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, the, the one oh. businesswoman that... Ali Wong works with she like keeps referring to like her doing shit in China is like oh I can do it so much cheaper than doing it with you right in and China. shit like that and then who was the other person oh uh, like the the people one uh, other Danny was working for Danny's the main character that's Glenn and then Ali Wong is Amy so Danny was working for this white dude and he's just talking and like he thought they were buddies and then he goes in and he can hear through the ring door well did you fire him yet oh yeah the that's well, well that's the wife though he's but, like oh yeah he's so annoying and he's so like, yeah there's like that co- I thought there was one other one though there's one other one but I can't think of what but so far like the Caucasian people in the movie are pretty you can say white people <laughs> white they're people dicks. are pretty they're pretty assholes but <laughs> in we, the show we did make a connection okay so the premise of the movie is in the beginning... I keep saying movie, too. It's not even TV a movie. show. The TV show. Uh, the premise of the TV show is these two people, they have a conflict in a parking lot. The guy the guy is backing up his truck, and he didn't see the SUV. The SUV just honks the horn for, like... like just holds minute, it for, like... A minute. 30 seconds. And then least. she... They drive forward, and then they flip... Like, yeah, roll with stop, a flip them off, honk again, and then and they then drive, drive off. off. And then Danny, Glenn... Who was already having a bad day. He's already having a bad day... He like he's like fuck this shit. And he goes and chases after. So they're like a car chase down the road <laughs> into her neighborhood, and then their neighborhood has this like there's a app or something called neighbor something next door neighbor. Know. Yeah, next door neighbor. Next so door they neighbor. got caught like in camera going over they, this they person's lawn, the... but they can't fully see all the vehicles. So like they don't know who it is yet, or they don't know the license plates, but. Both of the people recorded like in their head when they're driving away the license plates because Danny does something later and then Ali Wong gets a license plate. So So the premise of the TV show is they're each doing shitty things to each other because they're wanting to get back. But they're the same fucking person. They're the same. Like, and we're just hoping at the end of this, like, they like date or like date or fuck or something. Smash. But we did make an observation at the first episode, I think it was. I. Am essentially essentially Amy. You're both of them. Well, thanks. I mean, just the only difference is one's a dude and one's a woman. So, but it was just really funny. Like she was like masturbating, holding a gun. Yeah, like y'all y'all <laughs> definitely needed. If y'all are looking for a new TV series, like check out Beef. It's, it's funny but intense. Like it, it's like from the very beginning, it's just like. Balls to the wall, shit going down. I'm gonna do shitty things to you, and you're so it, it's a really like, good TV show. Uh, Danny peed on all over that girl's like bathroom, and he ran away. <laughs> yeah, and he ran away like smiling. Like it's different seeing. Uh, I don't know what his real name is, but oh, Glenn. I think it's as like without zombies all around him because he normally he's from The Walking Dead. That's the first time I've seen him was The Walking Dead. The one character we do both love is the fucking cousin. Oh, I love the cousin. The cousin uh, is Danny's like, cousin is fucking fantastic. He, you just you initially don't want to like him because 
he's like not gangster at all, but he's just he knows what he's doing. And yeah. He knows how to manipulate. And he makes he, money somehow. He makes money. He like he was in prison and he only got out for three months. And he's like, oh, here's twenty k. Like, yeah, he like <laughs> gives his cousin twenty thousand dollars. Like just he's like, yeah, I'll give you the money, but. And he's like, Can we just have a nice meal? Yeah, like, y'all gotta check it out. It's but pretty damn good. I did notice, because uh, I do speak some Korean, because, like, uh, Danny and his cousin are Korean, which I understand. I lived in Korea. And his for, brother. Yeah, yeah, and his brother, but he doesn't really speak Korean. But when uh, the cousin was speaking Korean, he specifically said, Ajoshi. It wasn't it, the cousin. The cousin said it. Oh, listen. at the restaurant. Yes, yeah. at the restaurant. He's like, because usually when you are at a restaurant, you'll just yell, like, Oni, Ajoshi. Like, to get their attention to come and help you or whatever you need. Um, like, like, water, please. But when he said it, he said, Ajoshi, which means grandfather. And on the translator, it said, miss. <laughs> <laughs> so, they I don't mean, fully, the translator doesn't fully know. I mean, they should. Like, Ajoshi is, like, you can say, Oni, Oma. What is it? Aunt. I can't remember what aunt is. But it's like I used to say, like to the older ladies, to like flirt with them, and they'd give us more shit. Not flirt, but like be really nice. No, I was like, I was okay. like, uh, Oni, and she's like, Oh, Hazima. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, you're flirting. No, it's like it means big sister. Like, cause you, if they're old, old ladies, like older ladies, then if you tell them, Oh, you're my sister, they're like, they feel young and. They'll give you more yeah, shit. Yeah, but usually, like, Oriental people look young even when they're Not 70. Oriental, Asian pig. Oriental is a What old. is Oriental? It's the same thing, but it's old now. It's You're not supposed to use it. Did I know that? I don't know. Keep up with the times, babe. All right. No, I'm not. So, we already kind of dug into this a little bit. Um, for Beef, it is on Netflix. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely not a kid-friendly movie, but... No. I would give it a 10 so far. We're only like three or four episodes in, but it's yeah. pretty good. I, I'm, I'm I'll give it a 10 too. 10 to 12. Oh, man. Sorry. Yanni's. Yanni's well. McGee's. So definitely check it out. Uh, sorry about the mix-up. We really thought it was a movie. I didn't. I never once saw like TV series when I saw the, not commercial, but what is it? Fucking. Um, preview. Preview. So Trailer. Yeah, that was all um, on me. Sorry, folks. But, hey, at least we found something good to watch. So, either either way, it's fine. Uh, Now, are you ready for our topic? No. Do you remember what it was? No. I mean, you need to be a little bit. (laughs) What? Give me a little, sir. Like, What? I just said no. (laughs) Like, twice. No, I don't feel like doing it, you know. No. Gross. Uh, Mothman. Ah, see, see, see. So, this one I was expecting more information about, but... There's not a lot of information. I mean, you got three fucking pages over there. What do you I mean? I was just hoping it would be more in depth. Also, if you're hearing chirping, we my sister gave us this toy that chirps, and the dogs have been obsessed with it. Well, Wade has been obsessed with it. Excuse anyway, me. sorry, y'all. But so take shots every single time you hear chirping, and at the end of it, try He's to. He's looking at you. He's like, you talking shit. He was He's like not moving. <laughs> All right. So Mothman notes, we're going to get into it. Um, so Wikipedia, well, I'm going to cite my sources. Wikipedia, mothmanfestival.com, uh, folklife.si.edu, wboy.com, uwm.edu, science.howstuffworks.com, Jesus. Asheville, 
AshevilleTerrors.com and then CuriousHistorian.com. It's a lot of websites. A lot of sites that I had to source. But anyway, so we're just going to get into it. All right, first and foremost, I want to give a quick overview of Mothman. Um, in West Virginian folklore, the Mothman is a humanoid creature reportedly seen in Point Pleasant area from night. I was, say, I was supposed to say November, but I was going to say 1966. November 15th, 1966. There it is. To December 15th of 1967. So a year and about a month. No, a year and a month that mm-hmm. this thing has been seen. According to legend, Mothman is a black 10-foot creature with wings and red eyes. That's fun. I was gonna, I was waiting for you to say, why has it got to be black? <laughs> you, That's true. You normally say that. But I do. I do. But... Do you feel like you got left out? Do you when? want me to read it again so you can say that? No. Mm-mm. Okay, well, you get to read number one. You get to read number one. Just read the goddamn number one. Yes, sir. It's damn straight. Call me daddy. Uh, <laughs> call me mamacita. Daddy, mamacita. Uh, witnesses recall its unnerving eyes. I think those... He's going to be a struggle bus today, guys. Wait, my eye, there's something in my eyeball. Give me five minutes, five minutes. All right. Uh, Muscular body covered in dark grayish fur and ability to fly at high speeds as fast as 100 miles per hour. Wow. It made a sound which one witness described as sounding like a woman's scream. So that woman was getting like plat, like just plowed by a ten-inch PP, probably. That'd probably be black. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, there's 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 like other ones out there with some big ones, you know. All right. Notably, the cryptid is often associated with supernatural phenomena and premonitions. Ooh. Okay, you're not helping. My eyes. Something is in it. Blink. That that's gonna help. All right. The first newspaper report was publicized in the Point Pleasant Register, dated November sixteenth of nineteen sixty six, titled "Couples See Man Sized Bird Dot 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 Creature Dot 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 Something Bat." It's just a big bat. Literally, that's what the title was: "Couples See Man Sized Bird Dot 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 Creature Dot 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 Something." That's in the newspaper. No. Okay. I thought that was humorous, but okay. It is humorous. Uh, the national press soon picked up the reports and helped spread the story across the United States. The source of the legend is believed to have originated from the sightings of an out-of-migration sandhill cranes or herons. Urines? Hurons. What the fuck herons. is that? Neutrons? Herons. Herons. Neutrons? Birds. Do you know what a sandhill crane is? I've pointed that out so many times. I never heard you say that in your, my entire existence. Just think of a flamingo, but a pointier beak and not pink. So they're pink? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Read number two. You're supposed to entertain my annoyingness. You're not entertaining it. Are you not entertained? Exactly. Thank hey, you. I'm going to kick you down a hole. Are you going to answer that question? <laughs> no. So you're going to ask the question but not answer your own question. Yes. That makes zero sense. I asked you that question and you said exactly. What? I asked you a question. Are you not entertained? And you said exactly. Yeah, I'm saying exactly. So 
Jeez. No, I'm not entertained. Thank you. Was that so hard? And then I'm going to push you in You're one of the holes. You're supposed to be entertained. Kick you into a hole. That's your arm. I, I'm pretending because I don't want to ruin the setup. You can. That's fine. No. Read Let number two. Pause. This is going to take forever, folks. Sit back. Take some shots every time he's annoying, which is frequently. I, good sir, am never annoying. I am a sweet and pleasant. <laughs> the word I want to say might be a little racist. I mean, it's not racist because it's me man? saying it. Negro. <laughs> oh. oh, let's see. Actually, it's not racist because that's technically the color black in Spanish. So, Isn't it negro? No, it's negro. I'm not Spanish. I don't know. I mean, negro, negro. It's technically to say it. Spanishy is negro. So I was right. Yes, you're right. Okay. That's all I need to hear. Sit on a fork. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Read number two. You read number two. Jesus Christ. Uh, The creature was introduced to a wider audience by Gray Barker in 1970 and was later popularized by John Keel in his 1975 book, The Mothman prophecies claiming that there were paranormal events related to the sightings and a connection to the collapse of the silver bridge the book was later adapted into a 2002 film starring who richard gear noise i love that movie all right never seen it you've never seen it what, what movie is it mothman prophecies never seen it never heard of it i don't believe that okay well, you can choose that for your next movie, babe. Or you can. I mean, I already chose my next movie and I don't have my phone to look up where we can watch Mothman Prophecies. So, uh, let's go into the history of it. So, okay. a little bit deeper into sightings and shit. Um, on November 15th of 1966, two couples from Point Pleasant, Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary Mollette. Is he, like, eating it? He's, like, chewing on it to make it squeak and it's annoying. Okay, so... I put in here, wait, where'd it go? They were probably necking. Necking? Like making out. Oh, necking. Yeah. That's how you said, that's how you said naked or something. Necking, like necking. Yeah, I get it now. All right. They told police that they had seen a large black creature whose eyes glowed red. Why does it gotta be black? Here we go. <laughs> Standing at the side of the road near the TNT area, the site of a former World War II munitions plant. Uh, read don't look at my foot. Read number three. I thought it was a cat. Don't, don't look at my foot. Read number three. Don't look at my foot. Don't look at it. Uh, that spot was known as the... My eyes are watery. That spot was known as the TNT area. What does TNT stand for? Oh, shit. Technical nut testes. I don't believe that's true. Okay. Well, you can look it up later. Uh, So named for the factories that used to produce explosives for use during the World World War II. Say that ten times fast. World War II, World War II, World War II. It's not fast. Uh, After the war, the factories were abandoned and the area grew over, despite the fact that TNT, what's TNT stand for? You asked me that. I don't know. Go. Am I having deja vu? Or are you just being a dick? 
was reportedly still being stored on the site and contaminating the local environment. All right. Happy? So, so they all told them. But Linda Scarberry described it as a slender, muscular man, about seven feet tall, with white wings, and said that she was unable to discern its face due to the hypnotic effects of its How eyes. How are they giving two different descriptions? They One is white. Okay. The other one's black. So the first one where the t- couples were together told police that they had seen a large black creature whose eyes glowed red. What year is this again? 1966. Mm, then Linda said it's a slender, muscular man, about seven feet tall with white wings. So it's not black. She went to touch him inappropriately. That's I why. Think so like, why would she say slender, muscular man? Yeah, slender, like, muscular it's man. It's dark out. How would you tell? It's like, mm. She probably got like a puddle of water down there on the ground. Her seat's wet. Mm, very wet. <laughs> and the hypnotic effects of his eyes. Yeah, she definitely wanted to do this seven foot man. Well, up here it's a ten foot. Now it's down to seven feet. I'm like, like seven feet could be a normal person just dressed up. Or ten feet, which I don't think anybody exists at all. Alien. Sure. All right, read number four. Number five, got it. Uh, distress. I think mm. the oh wow you are just struggling the witnesses drove away at high speed and said that the creature flew after their car <gasps> this is oh what is that movie Modern uh, prophecies no uh Jeepers Creepers I think Jimmy's Creepers is like a making of Mothman, but he's not as tall though. He, I think he's like he's normal still height. Still menacing. Yeah, but he has wings and he flies around. Oh, hmm. uh, let's see where's that? Making a screeching sound, and I think he makes screeching sounds too. Uh, it pursued them as far as Point Pleasant city limits. Like we know where the fudge that is. It's Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Coincidentally, it was around ten thirty that night. And Newell Partridge, a resident of Salem, West Virginia, located about 90 miles from Point Pleasant, was watching television. Suddenly, his screen screen went dark and a strange pattern appeared on it. Number five. Mothman? Maybe. At the same time, he heard a whining sound uh, coming from the outside, which caused his dog, Bandit, to start howling. Both dogs and man went outside to investigate. Partridge reported seeing two red eyes that looked like bicycle reflectors. Mm-hmm. Those are huge. That means they're like that that big. Well, that big. Is that all you have to read for that? I think there's a dot on below it. Because <laughs> there's important Bandit stuff Bandit took off our... Yeah, Bandit took off after the creature and was never seen again. However, Roger Scarberry, in his report of the of his sighting, mentioned seeing the body of a large dog near the city limits of Point Pleasant. However, the dog disappeared soon after, and it is unknown whether whether or not it was Bandit. So they found it. Like okay, so Newell Partridge heard all this shit going on. His dog ran off. And then later, Roger, one of the the couples in the car, saw him at Point Pleasant. Well, saw a dog in Point Pleasant area. And then, like, the next day was disappeared. 
See, that's why, people, you should have your dog on a leash. Or fenced in. Because they went outside. If you had his dog on a leash, guess what? It wouldn't have ran after this creature. Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? Mm. Unless it drags him. Sure. <laughs> Depending on how big that dog is. Some big dogs can drag you easily. If you have a dog that can drag you, you shouldn't have that dog. All right. All right. So during the next few days, other people reported similar sightings after local newspapers reported it. They're just looky-loos. They want to be the same. They do. Look, so important. I saw the same thing. That you should be from California. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He had a slender, muscular body. Muscular body with <laughs> white to, wings. Eyes are so hypnotizing. So dreamy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Two volunteer firemen who saw it said it was a large bird with red eyes. Now it's a large bird with red eyes. We're, we're keeping going. So this is like the fourth different description. I know. It's really annoying. Mason County Sheriff George Johnson commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusual large heron he termed as shite poke. I don't know what that means. Don't ask me. I wasn't going to. So it's a big bird. If you don't know what a Got heron it. is, it's like a water-dwelling bird. It has long legs. It can have really big wingspans. And they're, like, found all over the world. So a flamingo mixed with a peacock. Sure. <laughs> that gets you through this. <laughs> I like how that's your answer to everything. Sure. <laughs> no, it's, like, it's a white, usually white or brownish bird that has... Well, it's got to be brownish. It's just their color. <laughs> okay, racist. Fine. White or brownish, it could be mixed. Who cares? I don't care. But this bird is, it has a long neck, and then usually they have red eyes. That's you're supposed to do it like this. Yeah, I can't even do. It. I'm not the, there. You go. That's perfect. Better. Yeah, that's better. That right, looks if you sexy. guys want to see what I'm doing, join Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wildlife biologist Robert L. Smith at West Virginia. University told reporters that the descriptions and sightings all fit the Sandhill crane, a large American crane almost as tall as a man with a seven foot wingspan fe- uh, featuring circles of reddish coloring around the eyes. The bird may have wandered out of its migration route and therefore was unrecognized at first sight because it was not native to this region. I'm not native to this region. Nobody is. But a, a bird that's almost as tall as a human already. That's like, could be terrifying. A little bit, especially if they could... eat people. My question is, can a sandhill crane fly 100 miles an hour? No. I don't think there's any bird that can fly 100 miles an hour besides I mean, a plane. There's like diving ones that can go really fast. Yeah, that's diving though. Like a hawk. Yeah, they said flying. Okay. But, okay, for over a month, people continue to see the Mothman. Not only that, but a series of supernatural occurrences started to plague the city at Point Pleasant. Read number six. I'm setting you up, but I have to tell you what to read. What am I, a child? Yes. Okay. Uh, like how I didn't hesitate at that? You like how I didn't hesitate my answer? Answer? Answer. Yeah, I said answer. <laughs> Deal with it. You continue. Go. You go. Say something else. <laughs> Fight you! Fight you! <laughs> Fight you. <laughs> uh, these supernatural occurrences are strange lights were seen circling the area. People continually complained that their TV sets were acting wonky 
and that there was a constant buzzing in the air. Animals would bark at nothing and most were afraid to go out at night. Strange men in black. Oh, men in black. Strange men in black overcoats roamed the streets. Telephone calls would be disrupted. So, our dogs bark at nothing. So, I'm wondering if Mothman's here. They don't bark at nothing. When they were barking earlier, there was a person right across the street. There was a dog across the street, but it kept going, like, I guess, in and out the house and behind the car. So, you couldn't see it. Okay. So, ha. Okay. So, now we have the description. We kind of have a history of the sightings that started. And now, we're just going to kind of get into, let's blame Mothman. (laughs) Okay. Blame Mothman? <laughs> That's what I got from it. All right. Why is he even called... Why are they even called Mothman? Because like, it looks like a man, but with, like, mothy wings. That's what the, like, the description was. Okay. So, let's... The section now we're into is let's blame Mothman. So, there are firm believers that the Mothman was a harbinger or an observer. So, a harbinger of death or an, an observer. And that brings... And that beings of its kind have plagued mankind since the dawn of time. Words that was hard. a hard sentence. Words are hard. Well, shut up. Hey, bud. You said Hanser, so calm down. Yeah, because I am under the influence of red wine. Okay. Yeah. But let's say this. Mothman sightings have been to spring up across the world and seemed to be in some way connected to tragic events. Though no one knows if it is, if it causes the events or merely appears as a warning. What are you doing? Laughing at Wade. Because <laughs> he's, like he's doing weird shit. <laughs> he's obsessed with that toy. He is very much so. Okay. While the Point Pleasant sightings gave the Mothman its name, it wasn't the first time the creature had been spotted. Number seven. Mm, in 1885. Just kidding. Uh, that would be funny if I was like right though. You were in not. January 1926, fuck, I was only like <laughs> five years off, or like forty. But okay. your face. Uh, a creature referred to locally as the man dragon uh, was witnessed hovering over. See, I gave it to you because it's funny, but now it's even more funny because you're drunk. Zion Zaxon Tadam. It's in a city in China. Tadam. <laughs> Tadam. In the southeastern China. The dam later collapsed and 15,000 people were killed. That's a lot of people. That is quite a few lot of people. That's seven. Are you sure? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yep, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was one instance. I actually put these in chronological order, so no backtracking. Chronological order. Like the numbers are in order. I know. You oh asked it like... <laughs> I didn't ask. I was just repeating it because I thought... When you said it in my mind, I thought I couldn't say it, so that's why I repeated it. Are you like brick from in the yeah, middle? a little bit. That's what made me think of it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Another good TV show, guys. All right. The Silver Bridge. So we mentioned the Silver Bridge earlier, but now we're going to actually get into what the fuck happened. Okay. So the Silver Bridge was an I-bar chain suspension bridge built in 1928, which carried 
U.S. Route 35 over the Ohio River, connecting Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and Gallipus, Gallipolis. Gallipus. <laughs> I'm probably saying that wrong. Sorry. Probably. Uh, sh- shut up. What? Ohio. I support. Sure. <laughs> <clears throat> Officially named the Point Pleasant Bridge, it was popularly known as a Silver Ridge for the color of its aluminum paint. On December 15th of 1967, the Silver Bridge collapsed amid heavy rush hour traffic, resulting in the deaths of 46 people, two of whom were never found. Mm. Um, investigation. What? They got eaten. Mothman took its prisoners. Um, investigation of the wreckage soon pointed to the failure of a single eye bar in one of the sp- suspension chains as the primary cause. So, you're just making weird faces to the dogs. Look, he's looking at me. All right, so. He's so cute. Like, they're literally saying one little warped chain affected the whole bridge of a suspension bridge. It's a suspension bridge, so yeah. I don't think, like, they had a lot of chains on that bridge. Yeah, but you know chains are links, right? So if one link goes bad, that's snappage. But just for that chain, I'm assuming other chains could... uh, Maybe, but back then they didn't do a lot of redundancy systems. Very true. They probably had one chain on this side, one chain on this side. So if one of these chains goes bad, guess what? That bridge is going to fucking collapse. So one of the eye chains was fucked up. A uh, finding noted in a preliminary report released within 10 months of the collapse. So that's what they figured what happened. What? The thing is, if everything's breaking, how could you tell if it was one or a bajillion of them? Because it's collapsed already. You can't. Are you going to go I t- mean, you pick can, every little thing up? That's broken. I mean, just like plane crashes, they can tell kind of like how it started by the crash itself like looking through everything they can see the initial problem so it's probably the same thing with bridges because like if that chain did give out it would probably have a longer stretch than the rest of them huh okay i would assume well you get to read number i'm not an ex- expert i think at bridges. You, you go into this a little bit in your part number eight what number oh. eight However, to explain why that eye bar failed a failure triggered by a flaw just 0.1 inches, 2.5 millimeters. I don't know why I need to put that deep, which led to a fracture required significantly more time and effort to uncover with the final incident report taking three years to complete. So it was not a shot. Oh, arrow barrow. No, you can't see him. Hey, oh, now you can see his head. He's cute. Hey, can you see his head? Mm-hmm. He's looking at your face. Yes, you can, you can see his head. Oh, my boy. All right. So with that being said, just 0.1 inches, which is really small, or two and a half millimeters. That's tiny, tiny fracture. It just takes a little bitty fracture for the shit to slap. There's I've a lot, of, there's a lot of like tension on it. All right. He needs to get down. He's bumping your mic. Don't be mean to Arrow, our son. I'm not being mean. Arrow, get down. All right, get down, boy. Get down, down now. Down. Good right. boy. So the collapse led to significant changes in the way bridges in the U.S. are inspected and maintained. Great. Great. Okay. The collapsed bridge was replaced by the Silver, Silver Memorial Bridge, was, which was completed in 1969. Jeez, like 30-something <clears throat> years later? Two. We need two. It collapsed in 1967, and they built a new one in 1969. That was two years. Oh. Um, It was said that a few people saw Mothman flying over the bridge the day before this tragedy. 
After this disaster, Mothman was never seen again in Point Pleasant. He just vanished. Yo. That's what I put in there. Yo. Yo. All right, gangsta. Um, so, but in one case, it's Mothman's appearance actually saved lives. So read number nine. Oh, you said that so like happily. I mean, he saved somebody's life. Wish you would talk like that more often. Okay. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is not how you do it. <laughs> okay. Suck my dick. Thank you. That was way better. <laughs> Ten times better. Right. And that was not. And it was September 10th, 1978, in Fringburg, Germany. A group of miners were blocked from entering a mine by a creature with glowing red eyes and large black wings. Why do you got to be black? I think you have one. Huh? I think you have more. You said nine? Yeah. Just Is that it for nine? Even a little dot below? Nope. Okay. Don't see a dot below. Okay, it came to be known as the Freiburg Schicka. Freiburg. Due to its screech that chased the miners out of the mine, which collapsed an hour later and would have most likely killed the miners had the creature not prevented them from entering. So he saved them. So this mm-hmm. wasn't the Mothman that was doing all these terrible things. Maybe this before. is the German Mothman. And the he felt what? The German Mothman. And he was. Felt- so in each freaking state or country that I mean I understand why the United States one is like fuck y'all but that's true <laughs> the German one's like I feel bad Nazis were bad I want to <laughs> help y'all <laughs> and he did and there we go he made a good choice he did um, in the years before the Chernobyl incident um, there were numerous claims of cr- a creature matching the Mothman's description flying around the plant and he's cute again. So air is being adorable. Take a shot. Take a shot. You know what? Take two shots. Uh, yeah. All of the animals are being cute. Um, read number 10, please. You read number 10. You ready? I am. Okay. There were also reports of witnesses plagued with strange phone calls and nightmares. After the explosion on April 26th. Oh, it was close to when I was born. 1986, several people claimed that a huge black bird. Why has it got to be a black bird? <sighs> Fucking people, man. Uh, was flying around the smoke. All right. Take another shot. The dogs are growling if you can hear him. Well, Fifi's growling. Okay. So then another sighting. The creature allegedly appeared once again on September 11th of 2001. Mm, scary. Flying near the Twin Towers. Witnesses claim it could be seen flying parallel to the second plane as it hit the building. The witnesses claim to have been silenced by the men in black who warned them to keep quiet and uh, about what they saw or else. Or they get the flashy. What do you call that thing? Neuralizer. Neuralizer? Are you sure? Pretty sure. Neuralizer. I mean, you saw all three movies. Yeah. Well, two. Uh, the Mothman was resurfaced again during the years since in 2007 and once again accompanied a bridge collapse with sightings beginning one month before the collapse of the I-35 West Bridge in Minneapolis, Minnesota on August 1st. Oh, they were going to say Dallas. I was like, holy shit. <clears throat> read number 11. You read number 11. Oh, my God. Ironically, the, what? Ironically, the bridge was opened in 1967, the year, the same year 
as the collapse of the Silver Bridge. Mm -hmm. Ironically. Oh, ironically. Um, in 2009, a similar creature was spotted in La Junta, Mexico. Probably oh, saying that wrong. I probably said it wrong. That was pretty good. Uh, shortly before the swine flu outbreak. Great. Fantastic. Uh, in 2011, it was seen by a Marcus Pools near the Fukushima plant in Japan shortly before an earthquake triggered an explosion there. God damn it, Mothman. Stop doing your duties. Stop doing stuff. <laughs> and he's going to show up out in our front yard and was like, can you be our Christmas decorations? Can we put a hat on you? <laughs> Imagine that would be a dope Christmas like decoration. And he moves on his own and they're like, that is so lifelike. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's, really it's fake. Okay. So now we're going to get into some theories of what people think Mothman is. Um, one theory suggests that the Mothman legend may have been intentionally exploited to divert attention from the tragic event, the collapse of the Silver Bridge in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, in December 1967. So what they're trying to do is they're going to claim something mystical happened mm -hmm. when the bridge was fucked up in the beginning and it was about to collapse, but they didn't want to fix it. So they're like, oh, stuff. Oh, they kept like, oh, no, nothing's wrong with it. And then but shit actually happened. They're like, oh, fuck. But then, like, that kind of helps with the disconnect from the de descriptions amongst people. So it's like, ten foot, white wings, black, gray fur. Like... Great fur? Gray. Oh. Mm -hmm. um, so that is one theory. Read number 12. The second theory claims that the Point Pleasant inhabitants... Stop yawning. Uh, the Point Pleasant inhabitants experienced some sort of collective precognitions. Look at me. <clears throat> that they somehow manifested ohms? O-M-E-S. Ohms, yeah. That signaled the collapse of the Silver Bridge. Identified flying objects, flying object sightings. Visits from inhuman or threatening men in black and other phenomena. Phenomena. Great. Is that how you say that? Phenomena. Okay. Phenomena. Phenomena. All right. The third theory, folks have often speculated that Mothman might be either an alien, a trans-dimensional being, an angel sent by God to warn humanity, a ghost, or even a skinwalker. Mm, skinwalker. I like the skinwalker idea. Sent from God. Okay, yeah. The Destructions? Come on. I mean, have you not seen the movie Legion? You've seen it with me. Probably did. Anyway, the pseudoscience followers, UFOologists, paranormal authors, and cryptozoologists are... Look at all those words I said perfectly. You did. Are certain... I'm not going to you're going to fuck up soon, though. I probably am. Are certain that Mothman was either an alien, a supernatural manifestation, or... A previously unknown species of animal. Look at you. You haven't messed up yet. Congratulations. Stop it. What happened? Probably going to mess up now. Probably. <laughs> Thanks for the support. You're welcome. All right. The fourth theory. Others believe it was an elaborate prank. Dot, dot, dot. People get bored. Or that too. All right. Read number 13. Like you told me the other day. Was that you that told me? That the... Uh... No, you didn't tell me that. Oh, it was my buddy at work. He said that the whole thing about we eat 
like a bunch of spiders while we're asleep was not a real thing. It is a real thing. It is not a real thing. If you have spiders in your house, you're going to probably eat it. It's, it's not, not a real thing. Like, I'm going to look it up later, but the guy, it, it, my buddy at work said it Can was you some doctor. All of these- Let me finish. My friend at work said it was a doctor that came up with it because he believed that if you make a, what is it, a, um, whatever it is, like, if you say something, people will eventually believe it because people just, like, run with it. And that's what happened. He was like, oh, yeah, you're going to blah, 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 blah. And people ran with it. It's kind of the same thing as birds don't really exist. They're government made as... Take a shot. We have a sneezing dog. Um, like birds, like this one person specifically did it because of that very reason where birds don't so exist. And same thing. Like, and he's, he, he later is like, yeah, I made that up. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's probably the same freaking like guy. I don't think it was a doctor. I think it was just some dude. Well, I don't know if it was a doctor either, but I'm going to look it up later and see. In but any yeah. case, the Mothman has become a legend in Point Pleasant and can now be seen on display in the form of a 12-foot statue at the local historical museum. Yay. Wow, they made him made it a statue? Mm-hmm. So Mothman. So we're going to get into the festival. I mean, I only got one more. So You should be done. No, I got one more. What's your number? 13, ma'am. You didn't read it? I'll read it. Did you tell me to read it? I thought I told you to read it. No, you didn't. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that was my thing. Because we got on a tangent. Go read it. Rude. No, Fifi. Doing a podcast. It's very important. Take a shot. Come on. Uh, the fifth theory... See? The fifth theory. Doesn't say six or seven. It says oh fifth. Oh my god, just read it. You read it! The fifth theory. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> this is your fault. The fifth theory, it could be possible that it may have been an elaborate prank, but several with It's the same one you read. No, keep on reading it. No, it's different. I specifically put it in there for you. But several witnesses were frightened by the recent accounts and likely mistook an owl for the Mothman. Okay. So they... Better be different. Like, they... What was it called? They were in hysteria, and so they believed it. So, like, I've seen a few movies where they kind of pointed out where it's, like, group hysteria. Like, oh, if you're sick, your hands are going to start... Your left hand's going to shake, and you're going to have fevers and start sweating, and like, especially on house, he's like, what causes left hand to shake? And uh, Dr. Cuddy was like, there's nothing specific. And he was like, exactly. It's mass hysteria. Like you tell people something's out there. They're going to believe it's out there. See? Not saying whatever. Anyway. So we're going to go into the festival. This is an annual festival in Point Pleasant is devoted strictly to the Mothman legend. I want to go. Go. Um, Mothman Festival is an annual event held every third weekend in September that commemorates the 1966 Point Pleasant, West Virginia Mothman sighting. Which oh, this is coming up. September of 2024. <laughs> Just making sure you're paying attention. Uh, which gave birth to the infamous red-eyed winged legend. People from all over the world gather around our charming main street to celebrate their favorite cryptid during this one-of-a-kind event. The next festival is the 21st and 22nd of September in 2024. What events are there? Well, there's the there's a Mothman Hayride, <laughs> a Mothman 5K, there's the Mothman Museum, there are guest speakers, but none were listed on the website, and people dress up. We should be a guest speaker. I 
wouldn't mind. I'm not like any sort of like what is it? Doesn't mean you can't be professional about it. Doesn't mean you can't be. I mean, whatever. So that is Mothman. If you have learned anything else about Mothman, please share it. We'll share it on our next We're Not Qualified episode. Um, you have your topic on there, so please you stop throwing the paper Talk around. to me like I'm a child. You're acting like a child. I am a child. I am a grown so, child. So our next movie, which is actual movie because I double checked, mm-hmm. it's on Netflix and it's called Stowaway. It looked really good. You'll like it. Thriller. Moving on. Uh, topic. You, When you first gave this, you know how I thought you wrote that? Mm-hmm. To pick. If I don't know if y'all can see it, but look how spread the T-O and the P-I-C are. So I thought it was Topic. Oh my God, you're just being difficult. No, I'm not being difficult. I really thought I have, it was Topic. And also, I do have serial killer handwriting, just because it's all in caps. But I like the all caps. It's cool. So that means maybe I'm attracted to serial killers. Good. <laughs> uh, so my Topic is... <laughs> Chris Kramer? Kramer? Kramer. Kramer? Pancakes? And Lisan Froon from Froon. F- Frimage Dis- Disappearance. Okay, so Chris Kramer and Lisan. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like my mix of words? Froon. Disappearance. If you know, if you don't know this this topic, everybody take a shot. The dogs are fighting. If you do not know this topic, it is a very interesting situation. Never even heard and of it. And so I wanted to kind of do something a little bit different. We haven't done a disappearance, I guess, in a while. And we so, did a disappearance like a few episodes ago. The people that were in the desert for like 20 years. That was like a long time ago. Months ago. Okay. Anyway, so uh, that is our movie. That is our topic for next time. So make sure you do the homework. Um, also... Um, we're not qualified coming up, so make sure you write in. You can pretty much send us anything and we'll read it online. We are qualified. Um, no, get down. We have another dog. Everybody, they're getting antsy Ooh, as he destroys okay. our fucking sounding. He pulled his paw back up, so we're good. Um, sorry about that. No, Take two no, shots. No. I'm trying to wrap this up, and it's hard when there's dogs fighting. Okay. Uh, so definitely write in. You can have two forms of how to contact us. You can go to our website, in for the night podcast.com and go to the contact section or you can go to our email in for the night 69 at gmail.com gmail.com and write in there um what else can you find on our website lur 69 no not right you're useless sometimes (laughs) merch and patreon thank you you're welcome if you want to buy some merch from us not only does it pertain to the podcast but other funny shit i think of um, you can go there. Um, it, it is on website, so you just have to click on merch, and it'll bring you straight to the shop. And then Patreon. Again, you can just click on Patreon and join that way. That way, you can see our lovely faces doing and random shit. And our puppers. And our puppers that are annoying as fuck right now. Don't be mean to them. I am scratching his butt. He is fine. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> and I'm scratching hope, his head. We hope you gave you a reason to stay in for the night. <laughs> and until next time, peeps. Peace out.